Lights that spark fire nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how personal is powerful, how you fire nation can build your brand and grow your business from the inside out. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Rachel Gogus on the mic. After working in communications at organizations including Wall Street Journal in the United Nations, Rachel launched Brand ID, a soulful digital agency building online headquarters that empower change makers to share their essence and build their business. In Fire Nation, we'll be talking about what exactly a personal brand is and how does it differ from just a brand. And what if you're an introvert? Can you still stand out? How to differentiate your business in a competitive space and so much more. As soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Getting your sales copy and funnels just right can be difficult, but with ClickFunnels' new One Funnel Away Challenge, you can have everything up, running, and optimized in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your online courses, and we speak from three years of personal experience. Right now, you can sign up for one month free on the Thinkific Pro Plan, plus leverage over $1,000 worth of training bonuses free. Just visit thinkific.com slash fire. Rachel, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hey there, John, and hey there, Fire Nation. Super psyched to be here today. So, an interesting, I was thinking about this, and uh, you already know this about me, but I am 100% Greek, and so is my husband. And one fun little side note about us is, at our wedding, which took place in Niagara Falls, Ontario, the band from my big fat Greek wedding what? was our band. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you watch the movie and you were like, I need that band? Or did you <laughs> watch the movie and was like, that was our band? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I watched the movie, but it wasn't like I thought, oh, I have to have that band one day. I just... I'm from Buffalo, New York. Our wedding was going to be in that area anyways. And we had a lot of out-of-town guests. And I, I wanted to hop the border and have people experience the Niagara Falls. And one of the band, the, that particular band just happened to be based in Toronto, Ontario. So we thought, why not have them? They sounded great in the movie. And we figured they'd really make our our wedding a blast. And they did. Totally cool. I love that story. Ever since I saw the movie Old School, I was always like, I want that band from the movie Old School to come and sing at my wedding. So who knows? <laughs> Time will tell. But Ooh, fire I'm you're talking about that. So. <laughs> Kate, if you're listening. Um, yeah. Anyways. Fire Nation, as I mentioned in the intro, our audio masterclass is all about building your brand and growing your business from the inside out. Rachel and I have known each other for years and years and years, and she is so good with branding. That's why her business brand is Brand ID for obvious reasons. And so she's going to be an amazing person to chat about all things branding with you and I today. And Rachel, what exactly is a personal brand and how does it actually differ from just your typical corporate or regular brands? Yeah, great question. People always think a brand is just their logo. 
And it's not. Uh, their brand is so much more than that. And when it comes to a personal brand, I like to say it. it's a combination of three things. It's a little bit of your reputation, a little bit of your essence or your DNA, you know, your true personality. And the third part is marketing and not just, you know, the marketing tactics, but actually the feeling that somebody feels after they've interacted with your brand. You know, that feeling when you shop in a store, you have a great interaction at a restaurant. It's that that vibe or that energy you infuse in someone when they've come in contact with, with you or your business. That's how I describe it. So Fire Nation, we're talking reputation, we're talking DNA, we're talking personality. Can you maybe go through and give an example of each one of those three and how that can actually operate within a brand? Sure. So I'll just take myself, for example, because in particularly the past year, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this as, as I've been infusing more and more of my personal brand into our business. But uh, again, going back to that Greek culture that I mentioned, we are known as a culture to be very hospitable. And so uh, our reputation as a web agency is to be very hospitable and to treat our clients like family. In fact, that's one of our core values. Um, and again, you know, family is a really big part of the Greek culture. So our reputation that's out there is treating people like family, treating their businesses like our own. And also that, rep, you know, part reputation and part essence are, there's a little bit of a blend there, right? Because our DNA, our essence and our reputation are very much intertwined. So part of my core values is integrity. Our reputation as a business brand is being of high integrity. And it's something that most of our clients will comment on, especially when it comes to money, right? They say brand ID spends their money like it's our own money. And that's very much true. And then the third one you asked, or, you know, the third part of the cocktail, I call it a cocktail sometimes, the marketing piece. We try like heck, that our marketing leaves people feeling that familiar piece with us, that connection to us. And we try that by sharing some of our team stories or, you know, blog posts we write. We have our whole team share blog posts. So again, we just want to really increase the connection that people feel with our business and brand. Fire Nation, going down the process, what is your reputation? What is your DNA? What is your personality that you're bringing to your brands? What is the ethos that you're embodying in this? If it doesn't jump out at you, it's time to sit down, take a deep breath, and dive in. This should be a fun process because <laughs> I love the process, and I go back to it sometimes, and I think about when I was first creating Entrepreneurs on Fire because what I wanted it you know, to be reputation-wise, what I wanted the DNA of this podcast and this brand to represent, and of course, what personality I wanted, which is why you know, from day one with the first 2,000 episodes on my daily format, it was are you prepared to ignite? Like I wanted to bring that personality, that energy, that fire into every one of these episodes. So what is it that you want to be bringing in to your brand every single day? And something that uh, I'm actually curious, I, I don't mm -hmm. even know what you, Rachel, would say to this. And I'd like to ask you mm -hmm. first before I just spout sure. out my number, which is what percentage would you say um, entrepreneurs are that identify themselves as introverts? Like from zero to 100%, what percentage do you think entrepreneurs that would raise their hand and say, I'm an introvert? I would say that number is much higher than we would expect. And I am always shocked by entrepreneurs that have tons of visibility, right? And are really influential in our space when they self-declare themselves as introverts. So if I had a guess, I'd say 
probably about 60 to 70% are on the introverted side. Cool. I'm glad that we're not totally differing here because I actually wrote down while you were chatting 80 mm-hmm. to 85%. And hmm. I, I really believe in that number. I mean, it, it could be definitely maybe as low as 70, but holy crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at some of the biggest, you know, and most visible entrepreneurs out there, Pat Flynn, mm-hmm introvert. He's self-proclaimed. Amy Porterfield, massive introvert. I mean, these are people that are absolute introverts. I mean, yes, you have your extroverts here and there. I mean, myself, Chris Ducker, Lewis Howes. I mean, we are extroverts. That's just the reality. Mm -hmm. But man, I'm telling you, so many people are introverts. And I want to get that message out because so many of you listening right now, Fire Nation, are introverts. And guess what? It's a good thing. You're in the majority. I mean, that is a really good thing. You can still blow it up and succeed on multiple levels. And that's kind of the thing I want to talk about next is, do introverts have to get uncomfortable to stand out? No. And I am glad you mentioned those names. I have a couple on my list, which are Brendan Bouchard, also self-proclaimed My buddy down here introvert. in Puerto Rico, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, our mutual friend, Jonathan Fields, right, yeah. of, of Good Life Project, massive introvert. But no, absolutely. There's oftentimes potential clients call me and they say, I'm really an introvert, so I'm really uncomfortable with this process. And the first thing I say to them is, I'm an introvert too, and we're not going to ask you to do anything you're uncomfortable with. All we're going to do is help you really define your personality, uncover that essence we just talked about, and project it on the web in ways that feel aligned with your personality. Right. The last thing we want to help someone do is do something that they're uncomfortable with because that's going to be inauthentic. Um, So, you know, things that I share with people that are introverts, we help them get very clear on who they serve and get very clear on what they're really passionate about doing and how they do it. Because when you've got confidence and passion about what you're doing, it's impossible not to talk about it with energy and with uh, extroverted just an extroverted energy underneath it, right? Uh, Whenever I talk about the things that I love to do, it's impossible for me to be introverted about it. Fire Nation, living your brand, it's being authentic, it's being genuine, it's being transparent. And if you're an introvert, all of those things need to be part of your brand. You know, this whole thing that was so hip for a while was fake it till you make it. Fire Nation, that's not the way to go. That's not the mm-hmm. path. That is inauthentic. That is not genuine. People can sniff that out a mile away. Don't fake it till you make it. How about document it until you make it? People love the journey. People love the fact that when I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire, I was a really bad podcast host. I was a really bad interviewer. I was a bad communicator. But guess what? They listened to me struggle and strive and fall down and get back up again and learn and improve a little bit. And I get emails from people, you know, John, I've listened for 200 episodes and man, like, you actually don't stink anymore. I mean, you're not good, but like you don't stink anymore. And like they loved that journey that I was going on. They were with it. You know, it's like watching The Biggest Losers. Like you're on the journey of these people, you know, making monumental gains in their health. And it's just like you're rooting for them. It's the journey. So document, be authentic, be genuine, live your brand. And the reality is, Rachel, it is a loud and crazy world out there. I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on. So how can we differentiate our businesses if we want to stand out, especially if it's a competitive space? I always have have people look at their top competitors, look at their top three competitors, and not from a place of fear, 
of those competitors are going to take away my my business, but more from a place of in, inspect them and analyze them. You've got to know who's out there doing what, what they're doing, not to emulate them, but so you can understand how you're different. So I would say identify your top three competitors and really look at their websites, look at their credentials, look at their messaging and how they position themselves, look at their experiences and literally just make a chart and list out those things and then list how you're different. So you may have some of the same credentials because again, you're probably surfing in the same industry or space if they're your competitors, that's inevitable. But look at it through a lens of how you're different and how you can accentuate, especially those parts of your personal brand. We talked about your reputation and your essence in particular in your own messaging and your own web copy and your own marketing, because those are the things that are going to help you really stand out from the crowd. And for example, you know, we, we work in a, in a commodity space, right? Branding, web design and development. You can find people on Fiverr to help you with, with any of those things. Now the quality is going to differ, but back to, you know, the earlier question, John and I discussed about breaking down the, the essence and the reputation piece. We have infused literally a five-star resort experience and working with us around web projects and branding. We want to make it fun. We want to help our clients be infused with confidence. And we know this process of getting clear on all these things is actually a little bit emotional and scary. And so we're really proactive around helping people through parts of this that are are difficult. So those are things that can help our brand stand out. But again, getting clear on your own differentiators and really highlighting those and also making sure when you ask for testimonials or feedback on your service, if you can ask leading questions to help people speak to those differentiators, that's also super helpful. Fire Nation, list your top three competitors. What are they doing well? What are they doing poorly? Learn about those things. And then how can you maximize your personal strengths, your business, your brand's personal strengths to stand out now that you have that knowledge? And I love that last point Rachel made about actually engaging individuals like your potential customers and clients or your competitors' customers and clients and asking them those leading questions. That is mining for gold, Fire Nation, period, Mm -hmm. end of story. And Rachel, (laughs) a lot of people know they have to be different. But how can Mm -hmm. we figure out what makes us different? And then how do we use that uniqueness in a beneficial way? Yeah, great question. A, uh, a, a friend of mine always says, you can't read your own label from inside the jar. Ooh. And I find myself <laughs> saying that over and over and over. It's so hard to really know what makes us different. So one action you can take is ask your friends, your family, your colleagues, what about you really stands out to them? You know, if you're their go-to for something, what is that something? When they when they reach out to you, not only to be a go-to, but after they've spent time with you, what do they? What do you leave them feeling? So feel free to ask a couple of those questions. And I know that feels a little vulnerable and uncomfortable, but if you ask some people that are closer to you, you know, you'll be able to get some really good insight. And also ask them what stands out. Also, again, ask your clients those same, some of those same questions. Obviously, your closer clients, because it might sound a little strange, right, <laughs> if you're asking <laughs> these really personal questions. But if you have some repeat clients or, or people that you've really grown a tight relationship, feel free to ask them. Um, another thing you can do is 
review those client testimonials because over time you're going to start to see common messaging or common themes in your testimonials. And those are things then you can turn around and start using in your messaging because if people are recognizing those things about you, chances are they really stand out to them. And then the third thing is there is a personal brand assessment out there. It's created by a company that I'm not connected to, um, but I use this assessment with all my clients and the domain, I'm sure we can put in the show notes, but they have a free assessment and they also have a paid assessment. And what this assessment includes is projective exercises. So for example, one of the questions are, if John was a kitchen appliance, what appliance would he be and why? (laughs) Um, Another example is if John were a dog, what type of dog would he be and why? And you will get such gold in those responses. And it's actually not specifically the type of appliance or the type of dog dog John would be. It's the it's the reason why John is that type of dog or the reasons why John is that kitchen appliance. That's where you're going to find, again, either a lot of consistency or variability, but it's going to tell you exactly how you show up as a brand and what are the attributes people associate with you as a brand. I love that. I think if you were to ask Kate that question, she would Mm -hmm. say, John is a blender because he just mixes (laughs) stuff up all the time. And I'd be like, that's me. But Fire Nation... Ask your friends, ask your family, ask your colleagues, ask them, hey, if somebody was to ask you, what is John good at? How would you respond to that question? Like, how would you respond to that? And just put them in that third person place and just have them kind of speak to that and see what they say. You know, review those client testimonials is another great way. And then this personal brand assessment. Is there anything, uh, Rachel, that they can Google to find it? We'll also put the, the link in the show notes too. Yeah. So the URL is 360, the numbers, 360reach.me. They can find it there. 360reach.me. And so if we go through this process that you've talked about, like maybe what's what's one, maybe two ways that we can use this uniqueness, this information that we're gathering in a beneficial way? You can definitely infuse it into your positioning. So for example, your about page on your website, which tends to be one of the top red pages on anybody's website. You can even list some of those attributes that pop up on this assessment. If you know, depending on your writing style um, and how that bio is written, you can actually just put a section where, you know, these are the things that people often say about me, right? And bullet, bullet, bullet. Um, Another thing you can do, again, in your in your marketing tactics, so whether you use Facebook or Instagram, it doesn't matter. But if, let's say, you know, John said he's a mixer, or Kate would define <laughs> him as a mixer, and he likes to blend things. So you know that's an attribute about you. When you're sharing a podcast episode or um, when you're in person, it's fine to, again, take actions that really reinforce that blender analogy, right? So for you, it might be you're going to, maybe you host a party at a big event. You know, that's mixing. You're trying to connect people, mix them together, and you're also mixing your business life with your personal life a little bit. Fire Nation, nothing wrong with mixing (laughs) your personal life with your business life when it makes sense for your brand. Mm -hmm. And we have so much coming up, Fire Nation, after we get back from the break. We're going to be talking about the top three actions we can take to reach our audience and expand that reach when we get back from thanking our sponsors. 
Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your online courses, and we speak from personal experience. We've been hosting Podcasters Paradise on the Thinkific platform for nearly three years, and it has not only helped us welcome over a thousand new members to the Paradise family, but it has also helped us deliver the best user experience to our existing members, and that's only the beginning of what's possible with Thinkific. Whether you've got a book, a blog, a podcast, or training others through online Online workshops. An online course is an incredible way to grow your reach, generate game-changing revenue, and increase your impact. We've looked at a ton of options for creating online courses, and we chose Thinkific because it's so easy to use, and they have the best support team to help you succeed as a course creator, and they don't stop there. Thinkific has an exclusive offer for you, Fire Nation. Right now, you can sign up for one month free on their most popular plan, Thinkific Pro, plus leverage over one $1,000 worth of training bonuses free. Visit thinkific.com slash fire and start building your online course business today. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. Online funnels can be intimidating. They require setup and technical aspects you might not be familiar with. But what if I told you that you can build an online funnel from scratch and get it live in just 30 days? With the One Funnel Away Challenge from ClickFunnels, you really are just 30 days away from getting your funnel live. Here's how it works. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge at eofire.com slash funnel. Every day you'll receive a mission to complete, each mission being a step in the process of creating, building, and launching your funnel. Get ready to rock your funnel with a trifecta training approach, daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. Complete the task given to you every day for 30 days, and by the end of the 30 days, you should have a funnel that is live and ready to generate leads and sales. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel and get daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. That's eofire.com slash funnel. So Rachel, we're back and man, mindset is so huge in this entrepreneurial world. Talk to us about how mindset impacts our ability to grow our business and the influence that we have. It's huge, right? It's the number one thing, I think, in my opinion. Having been at this for 11 years, I realized that the more my business grows, the more my mindset has to be in the right place. And, you know, one one thing I want to mention here is the concept of imposter syndrome. And I remember distinctly, John, when we met six years ago, you said something that really stuck with me. And you said that the more you grow in your business, the more influential you become and more known you become, the more that feeling of imposter syndrome actually grows. It grows. Which really surprised me. Um, But again, just having been at this for a long time, I I get that. I totally get that feeling. And let me kind of jump in there to just kind of expound because the, the reality of Fire Nation is like, when you're a nobody or not a nobody essentially, but when you haven't like built a brand or an influence yet, people don't expect that much from you because, you know, mm-hmm. you just haven't really done anything yet that, you know, they're aware of. But then when you've kind of established, you know, a name and a brand and an influence and you're looked at as an authority in a niche, man, people start to expect something of you. And then when you really start to blow up, then it's like they are expecting the world. And now every time you're getting on stage to speak or you're interacting with anybody, 
it's like, man, if I don't like change this person, this person's life, I'm failing. Where before it was just like, oh, you know, if I could just drop one little tiny value bomb, like I did with Rachel with this, you know, imposter syndrome thing, like that's huge. I've already over delivered for her because, you know, that was six years ago. But now that imposter syndrome just keeps growing and growing and growing. It's so real. So that's why this mindset is so important. Keep on rolling, Rachel. Thanks for sharing that. And so the more you can read books or the more that you're around people that help reinforce the fact that you really know what you're talking about. Um, And again, just your own continuing education too is going to, I think, personally help with that imposter syndrome feeling. And also just do your research, right, on your own ideas, on your own theories, because the longer you're in business, the more you're starting to connect the dots or about the people and the the situations that you're seeing and you're living and you're helping people solve, right? Um, so do the research that backs up what you're actually seeing and hearing from clients that you might be working with or patients you might be working with. Anytime you can put more data, anytime you can be more prepared about something that you're going to talk about or share online, the more it's going to help you feel confident and solid on what you're about to share. So, you know, you can never be overprepared enough. Um, And the other thing is just be clear on your vision and who you want to be. And I personally leave little um, sticky notes that are just positive statements that I see when I'm getting ready in the morning or see when I first wake up in the morning. And those things really just help put my mindset in the right place from the beginning of the day. And in fact, it's gotten to the point that my kids will actually, if they know I have something (laughs) big going on in a day, I'll find a little note, you know, like the latest one was, everything's going to work out for the best for you for my little 11 year old. Oh, that's adorable. (laughs) Although I wish you would have said, you are prepared to ignite mom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today's message was, you are going to be phenomenal mom. And she said it with a fist, you know, like putting her fist in the air and then she had me repeat it back to her. (laughs) That is so cool. I love that. Fire Nation, the sticky note idea, I mean, visual reminders, they're huge. They're cues. I mean, that's why I wanted to create physical products with the Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, the Podcast Journal. And what is the first thing you're filling out on those journals? It's right there. It's visuals on your bedside, wherever on your desk, wherever it is, it's visual reminds you. And the first thing, today I am grateful for. Just sharing something that you're grateful for. I mean, that's shifting that mindset into the right direction to start your day on fire. And Rachel, we talked about authenticity earlier, and I think it's such an important topic, especially when it comes to brands. How Mm -hmm. authentic should we be online? That's a really personal question for everybody, right? But um, I think it's important to think about what you're offering people professionally. And then think about what that personal thing is that you want to share and just think about it from the perspective of working with your ideal client, right? If they hear this about you, are they going to wonder if you can do the work that they may hire you to do? And if the answer is no, obviously don't share that. So it's a fine line that we walk when figuring that out. But I will also share that as an introvert myself, um, I personally have a very hard time about sharing anything personal about myself online. Until I went to a workshop a couple years back, a a friend of mine wrote a book called Perfection Detox. And something she said in that workshop really stuck with me. And it was a statement, which is, connection happens in the cracks. And when I heard that, I thought, wow, it is okay to share 
some of those little hiccups that we all inevitably have as humans and business owners, right? It's really important to share those things because those are the things that make it clear that we are reachable, that we're humble, that we're, um, you know, in this together. And no matter what the revenue someone is making or, you know, the level of visibility they have, we are all struggling with the same things at the end of the day. And if that can serve as inspiration for somebody else, then I think it's great to share it, right? And again, it just shows your authentic side and allows people to connect with you more deeply. Connection happens in the cracks. I mean, Fire Nation, the value in that one sentence is enormous. And it's going back to document. Like, don't fake it till you make it. I mean, share your life as much as you're comfortable, but share your journey, share your business, because you don't know where that connection is going to happen for different people. Some people come to me because they love the fact that I have a military background because maybe they do as well, or they're Mm. a big military family. Some people come to me because they're from the Northeast and they just love the fact that I'm from the Northeast as well. You know, you just don't know the connections that are going to happen. You know, I have so many people now that I'm in Puerto Rico who are listening to Entrepreneurs on Fire because they're Puerto Ricans. And they're just like, John, like when I heard that you were on our islands and you live here now, like I knew I had to follow you. And like, that's the connection because I share this. I'm very public about where I am, what I'm doing, who I'm with, all these different things because connection happens in the cracks. And we're getting down to it, Rachel. This is something that I'm definitely looking forward to. I've got my pen. I got my pad of paper <laughs> out. Let's talk about the top three actions that we can take to reach our audience and to expand that reach once we've actually connected with them. The first thing I would say is just be super crystal clear on who you're serving. And many people talk about this and the importance of it, but it's super important to actually take the time and think through it down to write out your ideal target persona, like that fictitious person that you're writing copy to, whether it's a post or a blog or whatever, any sort of messaging, actually write it to a specific person and think through what that person's day is typically like. Think through their pains. Think through what they're doing, um, or not, we already talked about what they're doing from nine to five, but also at the end of the day, what their day is like, how much money they're earning, what are the publications they read, when they have free time, what are they doing in that free time? Super important to be hyper clear on who you're who you're serving because then everything else is going to fall in line behind that. Um, the next action is where do you find those people? And if you've done the homework for the first thing I just mentioned, it's going to be really easy to answer that question. So something that always comes up for for the clients that we work with is they feel like they need to be active on every social media platform. And that's just simply not true. If somebody was active on every social media platform, that would become their full-time job, right? If they, if they had to do it well enough. So just figure out where your target audience is and be visible and active on those platforms. And don't bite off more than you can chew. Just identify the first one, then maybe the second one, and, and bring up those platforms to a place where you're engaged and you're able to respond quickly to people who interact with you there. And then the third thing is your energy level, right? Back to um, what we just talked about around imposter syndrome and getting clear on your mindset. Your energy is so important because 
they're not to sound too woo woo, but subliminally, you know, we're all kind of sending energy out there. And when you're in a good place, you are going to also just attract people who are in a good place. When you're clear on your audience, you're going to start attracting those folks. Um, it's amazing how that works. It might be a little bit law of attraction. It might be something else, but it truly, truly works. So you got to provide the right vibe to attract the tribe that you want. Fire Nation, three steps, one, two, three. This is all encompassing. It's not like do number two and skip one and three. You need to go through this process. You need to take these three steps because that's what's going to help you build not the right brands, the right brands for you. And that's the key. That's the right answer every single time. So Rachel, you've dropped value bomb after value bomb. Give us the key takeaway, the one thing, if there was only one thing that Fire Nation would walk away with, what would that be? Clarity, right? Clarity around where you want to go, clarity around who you serve, clarity around how you make people feel after they interact with your brand. Um, once you've got that clarity around all those areas, you're, it's inevitable that your business can grow. Rachel, you have served Fire Nation in the past. You are ready to serve Fire Nation in the future. What do you have for us today? I actually have a really deep uh, target audience exercise that I'd love to share with everyone. So they can find that at thebrandid.com backslash fire. Um, and I also have a book that I wrote recently. It's available on Amazon, but we'll also make it available to Fire Nation for, for free um, if they want a digital copy and just the cost of shipping if they want a physical copy. But this book takes you through our uh, soul ID process of Ooh. personal branding. <laughs> it's all the introspective pieces and then culminates in some of the external actions you can take to actually build your brand and create a thriving business. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with RG and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com, type Rachel in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with all the links to everything we've talked about today, plus you can listen to the other episode we've done with Rachel, which was on fire, and of course, head over to the brand id.com slash fire for all those goodies that Rachel was talking about today. Make it happen, Fire Nation. Your brand is your brand is your priority, period. Rachel, thank you for sharing your truth, your value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much for having me, John. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Rachel and I know that you understand how podcasts can ignite your business, but I mean, the planning, the creating, the collaborating with the guests, the producing, the distributing, take it from me, podcasting can be intense. That's why I am fired up for you to check out Oxbus. Oxbus has an end-to-end -end podcast creation platform for entrepreneurs just like you. Visit oxbus.com slash JLD and try it for free. That's A-U-X-B-U-S dot com slash J-L-D. I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. 
Getting your sales copy and funnels just right can be difficult, but with ClickFunnels' new One Funnel Away Challenge, you can have everything up, running, and optimized in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your online courses, and we speak from three years of personal experience. Right now, you can sign up for one month free on the Thinkific Pro Plan, plus leverage over $1,000 worth of training bonuses free. Just visit thinkific.com slash fire.